0: It's very rare that you can spend as little as $300 on wedding photography and not have a $300 wedding photography experience.
1: Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, The Complete Wedding Photography for Couples Getting Married. My goal is to help you become educated in how you can find the best photographer to capture the best images on your wedding day. Today we are going to be discussing what are you paying for on your wedding day. My podcast correlates to a book I'm writing that I will be releasing on October 4th. That day is approaching much faster than I would like it to. As I'm going through and editing the book and trying to make final preparations for its release, I am still coming up with uh, chapters to include in this book. So like I said, October 4th is just approaching faster than I like. And that date might end up being pushed back a little bit just because I am still finding and coming up with information to include in the book. And I really want it to be a complete guide for wedding photography, for couples getting married. I don't want to leave any gaps in, in the information or the knowledge I'm sharing. Anyhow, if you want to learn more about the book, uh, log on to completeweddingphotography.com. If you want to join my growing Facebook group and interact with other couples who are also learning about ways they can improve their wedding photography and set their photographer up for success, just search for complete wedding photography on Facebook. The search results should yield my private Facebook group. If you want to learn more about my wedding photography, you can find me at com. That's alpha tango alpha girl photo.com. I am pretty much on every single popular social media platform out there. You can find me by just doing my handle at Photo. And if there is ever a question that you have for me or a topic you want me to discuss, just simply send me an email at Tammy at atagirlphoto.com. All right, today's topic is, what are you paying for when you hire your wedding photographer? On the surface, it seems like you are paying for someone to come and push a button on a camera for whatever, um, whatever time that collection includes that, that you've bought, whether it be a four hour coverage for say a micro wedding or an elopement or an all day affair, you know, eight, 10, 12 hours. So on the surface, it looks like you're paying for four hours or 10 hours or 12 hours. But please allow me to enlighten you a little bit if you don't already understand what it is that you're paying for. I'm going to use an eight-hour wedding day. Typically, that is what most of my clients pay for, either an eight-hour wedding day or a 10-hour wedding day. That will get most of my couple's covered everything covered that they want documented on their wedding day from the getting ready all the way through the sparkler exit. So when you purchase, let's say an eight hour wedding day coverage from your photographer, if they are doing their due diligence and doing everything, in my opinion, that they should be doing to best service you, they are are not just doing eight hours worth of work. They will do more. And just generally speaking, on the average, there are some wedding photography companies who do much more than this, but generally speaking, they are doing anywhere from 40 to 60 hours of work. A chunk of this work will occur before your wedding day ever even gets here. Some of that work may look like scouting your ceremony and reception sites, especially if they haven't ever worked there or have not worked there in a while. They will want to see what any obstacles that they may face on your wedding day are going to look like so they will want to be well prepared for what they're going to face on your wedding day they will want to meet with the managers or coordinators from those different places so they will they want to they will want to establish a good working relationship with those people so they're not showing up as strangers on your wedding day they are going to want to educate you, the, their client, so that hopefully you are not putting them in any tight situations or you're not setting up any obstacles, you know, unknowingly, but you're not setting them up for failure on your wedding day. They may want to prep or introduce themselves to other members of your wedding vendor team that they haven't worked with before, especially if you have hired a videographer team. It's very important that photographers and videographers have an understanding of how each other works on the wedding day. So it's very important for those two to set up expectations prior to the wedding day. Um, Something else that may happen before your wedding day is some products may need to be purchased. There are instances when I print gift prints or take home prints the night of the wedding. So in order to do that, I have to prepare for that. I have to buy mats before the wedding night. I might need to find second shooters and assistants and make sure that I have a team in place prior to your wedding night. So there is some legwork some research and some preparation that will go into your wedding day before your wedding day ever even gets here. Then of course, the day of your wedding. So again, that may look like four, eight, 10 or 12 hours. And then of course, after your wedding day, there is a whole lot of post wedding work that goes on. Most importantly, the post production of your images. And I generally will spend between two and four hours of post-processing for every hour that I spend shooting. So if I'm shooting a 10-hour wedding, that's going to take me anywhere from 20 to 40 hours of editing time. And then there's other things like getting together a blog post, preparing for other feature submissions, writing thank you cards, designing an album, getting wall art ready to send off to a printer, ordering anniversary presents. All kinds of things go on after the wedding day is over. And real quickly, let me just jump back to the post-production of the images. It is possible to deliver wedding images without retouching them at all. It is also possible to deliver wedding images by running them through what's called a batch edit. In other words, applying the same exact setting to every single image that was taken on your wedding day. So each image would be set to the same exposure, the highlights would be treated the same, the shadows would be treated the same, the temperature would be treated the same, contrast, vibrancy everything about the image would be treated the same. And I do know that there are photographers out there who do this type of post-production work. And it literally takes every bit of three minutes. When I am referring to post-production work today or any day in my podcasts, this is generally not the type of post-production work that I'm referring to. When I am referring to the type of post-production work that I do or that any type of respectable wedding photographer does, they will take each image and edit it based on what that single image needs. This episode is brought to you by From His Garden. From His Garden is an award-winning company providing event planning, floral design, and furniture rentals. Visit the friendly staff at 8035 Culebra Road, Suite 102 in San Antonio, Texas, or online at fromhisgardenflowers.com. They will not just do a blanket, lazy batch edit that takes three minutes. They are going to look at each image and artfully, skillfully edit it based on what that image needs. If you are searching for a wedding photographer and they tell you that, number one, they don't edit images at, at, at all or that they do batch edits I do not believe that they know what they, they are doing and I do not believe that you will be happy with the product that they will provide you and I do not believe that you should hire them. My best advice would be for you to look for another photographer. Okay, so anyhow, so those, you know, there's pre wedding work, there's day of work and there's post-wedding work. What you're hiring a photographer to do is not just the day up. There is so much work involved into preparing for your wedding, shooting your wedding, and then all of the finalization work that is involved with your wedding day. Let's do some math here. Let's assume you pay $500 to someone who is going to shoot your 8-hour wedding. On the surface, that appears like that photographer is making 62.50 an hour but if they are really doing all of the work that they need to be doing so more like 60 hours of work they are actually making 8.33 an hour And this is before they are paying any of the business expenses or taking anything out for salary or retirement or healthcare or anything, which is what we will be getting into next. We're just doing strictly math here. So two more scenarios. If you pay someone $1,500 to shoot your eight hour wedding on the surface, it looks like they're getting $187.50 an hour. But if they're actually doing all the work that is involved that needs to be done to shoot your wedding and actually spending more along the lines of 60 hours to complete your wedding day, they're more grossing along the lines of $25 an hour. And I'll remind you, this is to run their business and run their household. Much more feasible if you pay someone $6,000 to shoot your 8-hour wedding and they spend the entire 60 hours plus to finalize everything that needs to be done with your wedding day. They are making more along the lines of a hundred dollars an hour. And this is again, to run their business and run their household. So what is it that you are actually paying for when you hire someone to shoot your wedding? Where do those dollars go? First, we're going to cover all of the obvious things that you probably think of when you hand someone a paycheck to shoot your weddings. The first thing I'm going to mention, but it is actually usually the last thing that small business owners take out of their paychecks is their salary. This is what we use to buy groceries, to make our car payments, to go on vacations, to get our kids through college. This is our salary. That's usually the last thing that we take out of that paycheck you hand us. We also pay federal income tax out of that or self-employment tax. We also need to pay our business insurance. We need to protect ourselves in case we have damaged equipment, or in case we accidentally damage your photos or lose your photos before we deliver them to you, or in case we accidentally hurt one of your wedding guests at your wedding. It pays for our equipment and our backup equipment and for the maintenance and repair of our equipment and backup equipment. It pays for the software that we need to run our business and do all of this post-processing of our images that we were talking about. It might pay for office space or studio space that we need to run our business. It will pay for employees, contract laborers, and outsourcing of parts of our business that we either don't know how to do or don't have time to do. Sometimes it can pay for professional services like CPAs or bookkeeping services or attorneys when we need to have our contracts revised or looked over, or maybe we need to send a cease and desist sometimes. It will help pay for our company development like our URL and our website, business cards. Maybe we are not acting as a sole proprietor. So maybe we have developed our company into an LLC or a partnership, and then we'll have office expenses. So things like postage and copy paper and what have you. Your paycheck will help pay for our advertising and marketing and it will also help pay for our education and certifications and professional licenses that we will seek and obtain it will help pay for entry into image competitions so that we will better our skill for you so that we can also attend conferences and master classes it will help pay for our healthcare so that we can stay healthy to show up to shoot your wedding and I don't know a lot of photographers who actually save for retirement, but it will, it should also help pay for our retirement. Now, some of the not so obvious things that you are paying for when you hand over that paycheck for us is our experience. A photographer who has six months of wedding experience I would assume, is going to be less expensive than a photographer who has 16 years of wedding experience. You are paying for our artful eye, our aesthetic, our artistic expression, and generally the way that we see the world and the way that that comes out in our images. You may be be paying for our exclusivity, whether we shoot 52 weddings a year or whether we shoot 12. You may also be paying for our demand. I know photographers who get, you know, 200 wedding inquiries a year and some who get 10. So the photographer that gets those 200 wedding inquiries every single year you can bet your bottom dollar that they are a lot more expensive than the photographer who only gets 10 inquiries a year. You're paying for our reliability. A photographer who is more expensive is not going to call you at the last minute and say something like, Oh, honey, guess what? Um, my kid has a soccer game game today, and I decided to go watch that instead. or I found a prettier wedding to photograph. You are paying for reliability and professionalism. If we, if you pay us to, to be somewhere and we enter into a written contract, we're gonna be there. You're paying for that. And lastly, you're paying for access. I, this is a true story. I know photographers who you cannot just pick up the phone and call. You cannot just shoot them a text. You actually have to log on to their website, fill out a form that says, I want to schedule a phone call with you next Wednesday at two o'clock. And then you're you're synced with their Calendly or whatever kind of scheduling software they have. You're put on their calendar next Wednesday at two. And you have to wait until then to ask that burning question that you have. You simply cannot just pick up the phone and say, Hey, Tammy, um, do you recommend that we have a first look? What are the benefits of that? What are the cons of that? And would you recommend that we do that during our wedding? By next Wednesday at two o'clock, you might even forget what the question, what question it is that you had. So you're paying for access. Think about that when you are considering your photographer and if your photographer is going to cost $300 or $30,000 and where you fall inside that gamut. I would definitely, I'm not not saying that you have to spend $30,000 on a wedding photographer in order to get an A plus customer service. But I am saying that the more you can lean in that direction is probably the better experience, the better images, the better products, the better service, and the better experience you're going to have. There may be some $300 photographers who are just starting out that can definitely give you all of that. But... I would be willing to bet that that A-plus customer service is few and far between. You would just be hard-pressed to find that at that level because you almost always get what you pay for. Almost always. It's very rare that you can spend as little as $300 on wedding photography and not have a $300 wedding photography experience. So I hope that I have explained this in such a way that you can understand what you may or really more importantly, may not be paying for when you hire wedding day photography. And I hope that you've learned something. I hope you can take away something from this. Um, as you're out there searching for your wedding day photographer, please be sure to recommend this podcast to someone who's getting married. Please be sure to share it. I hope it was worth five stars for you. And listen here. If it's not, send me an email at Tammy at addagirlphoto.com, T-A-M-M-Y at com, and tell me how I can make this podcast better for you to earn your five stars. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have an extraordinary day. I will catch you next time. Adios.
1: Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you again during the next episode.